Hey everyone, I'm Robbie Cornthwaite. I'm Daniel Mullen. I'm Angelo Costanza. I'm Marco Flores. I'm Marcelo Garuska. I'm Ian Fife. This is Casio, and you're watching. 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 And you are watching Pure Bread Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. Hi, I'm Daniel Mullen, former Adelaide United player and Asian Champions League winner with Western Sydney Wanderers. When it comes to any of my soccer needs, I do my shopping here at Soccer Locker. An Australian-owned and operated business, the store is located at Shop 5 of 181 to 183 Grange Road, Finden. Founded in 2017, Soccer Locker was introduced into the market to fulfil all the soccer-related needs of Australians, providing a huge range of quality clothing and equipment ranging from soccer balls, team kits, goalkeeper gear, accessories and much more. Recently arrived stock also includes stunning retro kits from some of our favourite past eras as fans of the world game. Soccer Locker is a specialist in Premier range boots, Adidas and Puma, goalkeeper gear and licensed merchandise. Visit us online at www.soccerlocker.com.au with free delivery Australia wide. So get shopping now at our Finnan store, open from 10am to 5.30pm from Monday to Friday and open Saturdays from 9am to 3pm. Hello and welcome to the Purebred Reds Adelaide United Fan TV. I'm your host, Ellis Gelios. We're coming to you this week to preview the big FFA Cup South Australian derby happening this Sunday. It's a historical game that we have to look forward to and I'm delighted to welcome two great guests. One of them is a, uh, a great friend of the show. He's been on a number of times. The other is his younger brother. They are two lads that uh, hail from one of the most famous footballing families here in South Australia. It's a real privilege to welcome Kristen Constantopoulos and Jason Constantopoulos, both ex-Adelaide United players. Lads, how are we doing? It's been it's been good. Uh, everybody's just excited, yeah, to to play the next one. I think um I don't know about everybody else, but I was kind of hoping for Adelaide United to be honest. So I'm I'm happy that we got them, and I'm I'm keen to play them and show them where about. So yeah, should be good. Good Adelaide clash. Yeah, it's always a privilege to be able to play on, especially the big stage, not just in the NPL level, but in a professional competition. So I want to make the most of it, try and make a name for myself now being on the big stage. But yeah, I'm just excited, being honest. We'll get to this more later on in the interview, but I just want to ask, what's it like? I mean, you've you've all played for Adelaide United. Your older brother, Nathan, still there now. Um, and everyone sort of knows plenty about your old man who uh, is the Adelaide Olympic coach, George Constantopoulos. It, it's just such a unique scenario, the kind of mechanisms going on in the Constantopoulos family. So what's it like? Do, do you guys ever talk about football just, um, you know, when you're hanging out as a family? Yeah, it comes up quite a bit, to be honest. <laughs> no, half, most of the time we don't want it to come up, but it comes up all the time. Uh, now nah, we, um, everybody uh, enjoys the sport and just has um, got this passion for the sport. So it just it's run from through dad through us. So yeah, we love the game. Brilliant stuff. Let's get into it, boys. It is Adelaide Olympic playing Adelaide United this Sunday, three pm kickoff at the Velo Football Centre. You can tune in on 10 play if you're not going to be there live and free, but please, by all means, uh, make every effort to get there because this is going to be one for the history books. Get your tickets. They are selling right now at the moment. Uh, we've got no squads at the time of filming, fellas, but uh, we'll jump straight into it. Let's touch on the novelty of this match being one for the history books with an Adelaide derby having uh, been played on the national stage for the first ever time in FFA Cup history. Uh, so tell us, both of you, how much has it added to everyone being up and about over this occasion in the Olympic camp? Or are you guys keeping a lid on it and treating it just like any other game? 
Um, it's hard to keep a lid on it because it's a big game and everybody knows that. But we're just trying to go in with with confidence. I think that's the main thing for us. You know, we're the underdogs for the game, but we've got to be as confident as we can going into it because, I mean, we know we have the ability, but we can't underestimate Adelaide United as well. They're an A-League club for a reason. But it's more just, yeah, excitement. Try not to, to get you know, too worked up about it. It's, a, it's just another game. Yeah. Yeah, the main... Well, talk from the coach, just treat it like it's your last game. Just give it all you got, see what happens. Show why we're one of the best teams in the local league. Absolutely. Well, uh, there's so much to get through. Before we really dive into it, guys, our Hassan Toure is a fellow that I'm sure both of you are very, very familiar with. I know, Kristen, you played with and against him. Jason, I'm sure you've certainly played against him. You would have played with him too, I'm sure, at a point there when uh, you were in the Adelaide United uh, youth team set up. He's just gone to MacArthur. That's been announced today to pursue more playing time. Uh, is it fair enough? And how big of a loss is he for Adelaide United, considering he absolutely loves the goal in the FFA Cup? Both of you. Uh, yeah, I was a bit... No, I'm not surprised, but because he hasn't been playing much, so I understand what's happened there. Um, I think uh, he's a great guy as a person. He's probably you know, one of the nicest people I've ever played with. So I hope I wish him all the best um, in his future. But... Um, yeah, I guess if he's not going to be playing, then it's good for him to be to moving on. But I think he has the ability and sh I think he should have been getting a bit more game time in the last year or so. But, you know, it's coach's choice. So, yeah, I think it was the right decision by him. Like, if he knows he's not going to be getting game time, it's better to go elsewhere. And he should be getting game time at MacArthur. But, yeah, for us, though, it's a pretty good thing that he won't be with United playing against us. But... He's still got the likes of his brother up front, Mo Toure, who's a dangerous player, but it's all right. Do both of you have any sort of lingering memories of anything spectacular he did in training sessions? Because you obviously both, you know, played alongside him at various points. Um, he was always just pretty silky smooth, to be honest. Um, I didn't play with him a lot because I was kind of, he was still with the youth team at the stage that I was there. Um, but he started to break through at the end of my time. But yeah, he's just a, a good kid and um, he's, he's one to throw in a step over every now and then. But yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, he was always the best in the small side of games with his little tricks and skills. But yeah, he's a quality player. I wish him all the best in the future. Yeah, well said. And we can't forget that uh, amazing step over against MacArthur last season, which went viral. We'll move on, fellas. Uh, so in the MPL SA this season, Olympic, your team finished seventh on the table, 14 points off top place. Uh, it was a tough sort of campaign, but how much has that been sort of a driver uh, within the camp to really put it right in the FFA Cup where you've already made great strides, but uh, there's a great opportunity to, to pull off a massive cup set where just FYI, this is Adelaide. This is the city where the first ever cup set happened with Adelaide City back in 2014. So how much of that, is sort of a driver for you guys and the rest of the playing squad going into this game, knowing that uh, Olympic didn't quite have the best season in the MPL this year? Uh, yeah, the season was disappointing for us. We um, wanted to make the six for sure. Um, we got unlucky a bit with the amount of draw. We had a lot of draws this season, which I don't think any clubs ever had in the local league. Um, so we're disappointed. So we're, we always said from the start that we wanted to do well in the cup and we've gone well. So far, obviously, but yeah, we want to just transfer all our games now into this because that's all we've got. But yeah, it was disappointing with the, the season, but at least 
we've got this to, to look forward to now, which is good. Yeah. Considering the lack of depth we had as well throughout the year with injuries and stuff, I I thought we performed pretty well. We Every team that came up against us worried, so I was happy with the way we went, but we know that the Cubs where we strive best, so we'll hopefully see what happens this weekend. Yeah, I think Olympic were definitely unlucky in parts this season. We know that Adelaide Adelaide City are probably the favourites to win it at the moment. And you guys took them all the way this season. So uh, it's just a case of winning those ones, those real close ones. Um, and unfortunately uh, for Olympic, it was a, a tough sort of year not making the six. But uh, the FFA Cup, some might say you guys have bigger fish to fry. So we'll get back onto all things FFA Cup. Christos Penendez, Fausto Erba and Yanis Samosis were the goal scorers for Olympic over in Perth when you guys knocked off ECU Jundalup. So both of you, um, from, from two differing perspectives, I guess, summarise the game for us and how good it was to get an interstate trip in with Olympic, which we know is rare for MPL players. Yeah, that was the best part of it, I reckon, just getting to go away with the boys and having a we have a very close-knit team. So it was good to uh, have a trip together and it was, uh, yeah, a good time. Uh, in regards to the game, I thought we um I thought we dominated to be honest from the start the first 20 25 minutes we were the better side we had them pressed in their own half I think our high press was working well so we're winning the ball off them in good areas and then we had a bit of a spell where we were about 20 minutes where they started to get a bit on top which happens in every game a team's going to get on top for a certain portion of the game but we um held it well and we um then got back on top and and capitalized on our opportunities which was good yeah, considering the flight and the period of waiting for the game, I was really proud of all the boys, considering how we all got this energy out of the run out 90 minutes, I thought, really well, especially on a big pitch that we played on. Yeah, like Kristen said, the first few minutes of the game, we should have put the game to bed. I know I missed the chance, Chittadini missed the chance, but class players like Christos, Fausto and Yanni, they scored brilliant goals the last win, so happy. Great stuff. And did, did you guys surprise yourselves with how comprehensive the actual win was? No, I don't think so. I think we always knew we had the um, the ability. We, we know in our ability, but it's always like you don't know what the, low, uh, the level's like in other NPOs across the state. And to be honest, I was surprised, uh, credit to them, that they kept trying to play out because we were pressing them really high and I thought, oh, they're going to boot the ball, you know what I mean? That's what most teams do when we play in the um, SA NPO. But they kept trying to play out. Maybe that was a downfall for them. But yeah, it was credit to that. They're a good side still. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that don't don't need to say anything more about that. Um, let's talk about this weird spot that you guys are kind of in, where you're just playing knockout football and waiting in cycles of weeks uh, to just play these one-off matches. How much an effect does that have, positive or negative? And is there is the main positive, I guess, the fact that Adelaide United have been in the same scenario with way less competitive football in their legs considering how long ago the A-League finished, the fact they've only played, I think, one friendly and you guys have just come off an NPL season, obviously. Yeah, the main thing for us for this game was that we wanted to have it as soon as possible after our last game because we don't have any other games to play at the moment. So we wanted to keep our fitness and stuff. So I'm happy that it's it's come pretty quickly around. Um, so yeah, even the first week when we didn't know when the game was going to be, it was harder training because you know people aren't taking it as seriously. We don't know when we're playing, so it's kind of a holiday mode. But as soon as we found out when the game was happening, we just all switched on and it's been full focus from there. Yeah, exactly. Like the worst part about being a player is like training for the sake of like training, not knowing when the actual game is going to be. But 
as soon as the game comes around, we know when it is. We everyone switches on, coach implements when we're going to be training, and everyone's ready. Now the game's going to be at Valo. So have we been training at Valo, lads, or at Ferriton Park, which is your your training base usually? Uh, so this week we train more at Valo, yeah, but we have been at Ferriton before that. Do you think it's going to be a massive advantage knowing I don't think Adelaide United senior team have ever played on the aesthetic? So is that something that, um, you know, I guess people behind the scenes there at Olympic are bringing up, the fact that you guys play on it every second week? So surely it's going to be a big advantage? Yeah, I don't think it, it will make a huge difference. But maybe on their bodies, if anything, because they haven't played on it much. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if it makes an impact. But, yeah. Yeah, for us Olympic boys, though, like, we haven't lost that fellow parks this whole year. So it's just a big confidence boost for us because this is our home pitch. We know how to play on it. We train on it. So hopefully bring that confidence into the game. Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to favour you guys quite a bit. Uh, we'll move along. So Florida Athena, they took Adelaide United into extra time in Perth. How much have you guys studied that match behind closed doors? And where do you think this match will be won and lost? Yeah, we've had our video reviews like we normally do after a game. Um, with uh, normal preparation like we normally do, we've analysed the team and, and just, yeah, normal things that we do for our club. Um, in regards to the game, I think for us it's just, you know, we don't change our system for, for specific games. We just play the way we normally play. And, yeah, we've got some slight things that we're adjusting and, and keeping into account because it's a, it's a big team and we know that, the threats they have, but for us, it's mostly just going in like every game. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like to change our structure as much depending on the opposition team. We like to keep it the same for every game. But yeah, we're always aware of their threats, say their fast players up front, like Halloran, Moture, Kiddo. But like, we can't concentrate on their strengths. We have, we have strengths in our own up front and just try and make an entertaining game, attacking football. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. How do you boys feel Adelaide United will approach this game? Do you think they'll go hell for leather from the first kick or do you think they'll try and ease into this game a bit more considering the derby factor and uh, I guess the the aesthetic turf factor too? I think they'll play as they normally do. They'll try and play footy. It's, I mean, that's how they usually play. So I don't think they'll change too much, to be honest, for this game. It's not like they're bursting a um, Melbourne victory or anything. So they should be fine. You agree, Jason? Yeah. The, I see them still treating it as a normal game. Like, it's still a cup game. You want to win it. There's no point going in slow from the get-go. I expect them to be coming out firing from the start, but we'll see what happens on the day. Anything can happen. 3-0 victory for Adelaide United over Adelaide victory on Tuesday night. The State League one outfit, that is. So interesting to see Adelaide United playing a friendly quite close to the big game on Sunday. Um, now, boys, Adelaide United haven't lost <coughs> in the FFA Cup since November of 2017 when they were defeated by Sydney FC in the final that year. It's the longest ever winning streak in the competition and they'll obviously be looking to keep that going on Sunday. Um I'm sure you guys will play this one with a straight bat knowing the uh, straight shooters that you guys are. But uh, is this kind of something that uh, maybe the Olympic fans might kind of gloss over and, you know, has it got any meaning or bearing on the game whatsoever? I mean, we don't take them for granted. They've done so well in the cup for a reason. They're, they're a good side, you know. 
So we're not going to take that for granted, but I mean, <laughs> we, we hope we're the first to change that. So yeah. Yeah. But every game's different. Like you see what happens on the day, being honest, you never know. We'll see. Yeah, totally. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, we'll move along. So guys, the FFA cup, it's the perfect platform for MPL players to shine and get themselves some exposure. Uh, for you especially, Kristen, as a former United senior player, still only 22, how much of a personal stake do you have in this? Do you feel plenty of motivation uh, to get one over the club, which uh, let you go back in 2019 without much uh, justification at all? And uh, you can answer this one too, Jason. Yeah, I mean, I'm always motivated for games, but of course I'm going to be more motivated for this one. Um, I don't have any bad memories of the club or anything like that, so it's not like a, you know, a negative feeling towards them. You know, I do wish I could have stayed longer, but, you know, I just got to prove why why I deserve to be at that level. I mean, I think I've had another good season and I'm hoping, you know, I can keep moving forward and try and progress myself, especially when I'm getting a little bit older now. So just trying to perform and then do the best I can. I, the mentality I have is never to, you know, settle down and, and just treat it like, you know, it's NPL level. I always want to get better and, progress so if it's not in the a-league i'll try and move overseas maybe in the future we'll see what happens you know i'm open to everything really well said i'll just come in there jason so i guess this uh sort of comes into it from the other side for you the ffa cup it's that first sort of opportunity for you to get exposure on the national stage having never made a senior appearance for adelaide united so how much do you kind of go into this game with that mindset of knowing that uh, there's a great opportunity at uh, at play for you yeah, it's. I just want to show everyone like how much better I've become as a footballer. Like now that I've been able to get game time stuff, I just want to show why I think I could be playing on the big stage. I want to put in performance where people recognise who I am. That I'm not just the youngest Constantopoulos brother, but I'm a good footballer for my age. So hopefully we we'll see what happens from there. Uh, I have aspirations to want to play professionally, so. I keep working hard. I stay dedicated to what I want to do. Yeah, right. And the worst, brother. Oh, there we go. I was gonna, I was gonna touch on some banter a little later on, but uh, there we go. He's let it right out, Kristen. Um, boys, can we find out? Can you let our viewers know? Will you both be starting on Sunday, and uh, which positions? I mean, we've started most games of the year. We don't have a lot of depth, so I think we'll be starting. Um, I'll be somewhere in the, in the midfield position. I can't give that away. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll most likely be on one of the wings. So, we'll see. Nice. Well, thank you for letting us know, boys. We appreciate it. Now, uh, we'll finish on a, I guess, funny note. Um, so, Nathan Kosadopoulos is your eldest brother, of course. So, has there been any banter going on between the respective households going into this game this week? Because we know even though he's injured that, um, you know, he's an integral part of Adelaide United and everything they do when he's fit. Um, so has there been any sort of banter between uh, the respective brothers throughout this week? Yeah, it's been, um, it would have been more exciting if he was uh, able to play. It would have been pretty cool to have everyone on the pitch. That would have been a first. But, um there's been a little bit of banter because he's got family members in the other team, but he obviously supports his, his club. But yeah, it's been it's been a bit of banter between us. I've just been saying that if he plays, I'll break his knee again. No, <laughs> no, no, it's all been good. No, being honest, we probably we always have banter between us three about who's the best and who's the worst. Like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> ever since we were young, we're always competing. So 
Hey, me, even me and Chris on the same team, we still have banner with each other. It's, it's healthy, brotherly love, boys. Um, I find it really interesting that between the Constan family and the Toure family, if either Musa or Jason plays for Adelaide United in the near future, one of you will hold that record. One family will hold that record of three brothers playing for the senior team. So, Jason, I want to see it happen. Play well, <laughs> both of you, Sunday. We wish you all the very best of luck, guys. It's been great having you on the show. Before we go, just... Uh, Give our viewers a bit of a um, understanding of what you're both getting up to. We've had you on before, Kristen. We know you're studying and uh, and kicking goals off the pitch with a few projects that you're involved with. We haven't spoken to you, Jason. So uh, both of you just let us know uh, what life is like off the pitch for you guys at the moment. Yeah, so still uh, doing my studies and stuff, as you said last time, but and um, working at Player Performance Project as a um, coach, personal trainer. So that's actually picked up a lot lately, which is good. So if you have any kids, anyone listening that want to come down, <laughs> give me a call. Yeah. Uh, so well. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just finishing off year 12 now. Got exams coming up soon. Uh, I'm aspiring to go in a similar direction as Kristen, trying to get into physio, PT type of stuff. And yeah, most of the time, spare time is just soccer and Jim, it's battle and FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, Jason, you're in year 12. So, tell us, are you surely you're going into it this weekend, you know, letting the uh, the feelers out to everyone at school that you'll be live on Channel 10? And, uh, you know, if you play well, it'll be it'll be hello chicks for you on Monday. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to get a lot of the mates to come down, but I go to a very Aussie school there, more into their football. So, nah, we'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess it is that way at Westminster. It'd be good if you guys could win an Intercold too. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll leave it there. All the best to both of you guys. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. We love uh, getting in touch with any members of the Constant family. You've both spoken really well today. We wish you guys and Father George all the very best on Sunday in what's going to be a massive game. Good luck. Thanks, mate. Appreciate Easy. It. Thank you, fans.